Welcome to the Writing with Purpose podcast where I, Anna Wollescroft, chat with fellow writers and outdoor enthusiasts about how we can embrace creativity and curiosity to live a life full of adventure that doesn't feel like hard work. I delve into exploratory conversations about my two loves in life, writing and nature connection, as part of my mission to share the well-being benefits they both bring. It's wonderful to have you here today. Hi, welcome to the next six episodes of this podcast. Um, now, it's just going to be me talking to you over the next six episodes about my two loves in life, uh, writing and nature. Um, and I'm going to spread these over three sections. So it's going to be writing for well-being uh, and how to use words for wellness and your own well-being. Nature, um, I'm going to be looking at how to discover a nourishing connection with the great outdoors because it's something that we all benefit from. And finally, I'm going to talk about creativity and how to gain more creativity in everyday life. These three things, I believe, are something that enhances our life. Uh, makes it better um, and also helps us to um, observe things, spot things um, and just generally be more aware of what's happening, um, what we enjoy ourselves um, and, you know, to, to help kind of stop things like procrastination. Um, perfectionism, uh, imposter syndrome, all that sort of thing. So uh, yeah, welcome along. Thank you for listening to previous episodes. Um, and a lot has actually happened since those initial 10 episodes. All of those were recorded uh, as an interview. So if you haven't listened to any, please do check back um, and listen to the ones that stand out. Um, i talking to all sorts of different people about their uh, love of nature, um, how they get outdoors, how they help uh, themselves to feel better by uh, walking and doing all sorts of things outside and also their relationship with writing and what that means to them whether it's writing as a career um, or whether it's that they, they just enjoy writing as, as part of journaling and um, yeah time sort of compresses doesn't it I don't I don't know if this is something that happens the older that you get um, but yeah since those episodes were recorded uh, between May and August of this year a lot for me has certainly happened um, now with these next six episodes I'm going to try and keep them short to around about 15-20 minutes I've made some notes, but I've also realised that actually just talking to people on an ad hoc basis brings out more of your own thoughts, feelings, emotions. It's more authentic, shall we say, and, and that's something that I've learned over this past six to 12 month journey that I've been on, um, where I used to... Um, I used to plan absolutely everything to the nth degree. I would script everything. 
and really it's uh, it wasn't helping me so i i keep to a few little bullet points um but most of this is going to be a bit more ad lib um so let's see how we go um so yeah each episode as i say is going to be around about 15 20 minutes um, i'm going to share some journaling tips with you um, across these three sections of writing um creativity and nature um i'm also going to share some resources talk about some things some books some other podcasts um some other uh, thought leaders that you can have uh, have your own um carry out your own research with um and yeah i shall leave you with some prompts and quotes and things like that that will help your own uh writing journey and give you some ideas to step outside in nature okay so um one of my reasons actually for um talking to you in a little bit more of a, a sort of um ad hoc basis um just going off the cuff shall we say is that um Apart from it bringing out more authenticity, um, I think it helps you just to share things that are going on in life. Everybody um, can learn from everybody else. And the only way to do that is to share. And I've been someone that is not, um, it's not been natural for me to share because um, I've always thought, why would somebody even bother about what it is that I do in my life. Um, but really, you know, you, you, I can be on a journey and someone could be on exactly the same journey as me, albeit there will be um, different aspects that they will uh, bump into, different people that they will meet and will find themselves in different spaces. But they would like, they want to go on a similar journey. And even if I'm two weeks ahead, two months ahead, two years ahead, that is going to help somebody else. So I would love for you to keep that in your head um, as well. So one of the big Big things that's happened to me since um, the previous episodes were recorded is that I've enrolled in a master's in creative writing and well-being and boy is it a lot more work than I thought it was going to be um, so what I have done is I've had to stop um, promoting my events I've had to put a pause on things um, because really I think sometimes it, you get to a point when you've got to make some decisions you've got to prioritize what's important to you um, and this master's for me is is it's going to kind of pave the way uh, my career my next sort of stage in life if you like so um, I've got to work at it <laughs> I need to get a good result or I want to get a good result um, and I've had a few issues with it so far the IT issues at the university's end so I'm actually on catch-up at the moment but I am learning such a lot and I would love to be able to share some of these learnings with you um, on these podcast episodes um, on this journey because there's a a lot of writing techniques there's a lot of ways I've sort of learnt uh, my own craft um, it's helped me to develop my own craft it's also given me some tools to to use in in life in general as well um, patience being one of them um, looking at things reading at things in more depth um, to really understand things has been another uh, I think in our modern day society we're, we're constantly on the go there's things that we really ought to pay a little bit more attention to but we don't because there's so many things that are trying to to uh, to attract our attention you know these little tugs on the shoulder both shoulders elbows arms you name it um we've got distractions and interruptions coming at us 24 7 um so it's yeah this doing this university has made me to made me check 
different aspects of my life and put some things in check so I'll be sharing some of that journey as we go along um okay so without further ado writing now if you've listened to any of the previous podcasts or 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 sort of met me in any way in person or online then you will know that I'm a big advocate for journaling and I've journaled on and off um, in my whole life and depending on what's happened throughout life has determined what type of journaling um, that I do so be it more of a okay here's what's happened throughout the day a little bit of reflection on what's happened throughout the day trying to organize thoughts um, I do a lot of dream journaling now because part of my reasons for taking the masters is because I'm finally embarking on my dream to be a fiction writer um, a whodunit crime fiction writer um, and I think we dream a lot of wacky stuff so <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of your unconscious mind uh, thoughts coming out in dreams and I think there's a lot of storylines and plots and character development if you like that can be taken from those dreams so I love to um, recall my dreams and try and work out you know oh, where's this leading or how can I develop this um, bullet journaling I do a lot of and gratitude journaling I, I certainly used to do a lot of gratitude journaling which for me um, helped with um, just being more aware of what's going on around me, you know, noticing things, being able to go on a walk somewhere and hear the birds, see the birds, spot flowers, um, you know, see things in the distance and be curious about those sorts of things. And, and it, that certainly started by gratitude journaling because it made me more thankful for the, the little things in life or the things that you spot, um, not necessarily the things that have got any sort of monetary value to them. Um, you know, it's, yeah, it just sort of makes you more thankful of, of the, the small things, the, the daily things that happen in life that you just tend to, to bypass and ignore quite a lot. So yeah, journaling um, has been massive for my own self-development, my own self-awareness, and I wholeheartedly recommend it to anybody. But gratitude certainly is a good place to start. Three things you're grateful for today, uh, three things that you're going to be grateful for as the day progresses, you know, those sorts of things are questions that you can ask and write about. Um, and, you know, journaling is very um, cathartic. If you uh, I've got something going on um, something that's emotionally quite challenging for you then just the process of, of emptying your head onto a sheet of paper and writing about um, your thoughts your feelings you know what mood are you in today and you know what have you done that day who's been involved where have you been and trying to work out through organization of those thoughts those words that you've put onto paper is really really insightful because you can sort of say okay well this has happened and 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 that's why i don't feel great or actually today this has happened and i feel amazing so it sort of helps you to plot things that happen in a little bit more detail so that you can make some decisions around well you know let's stop doing that or let's look at ways to help me stop doing that and how can i get more of of this in my life to to make me feel better so for example um i noticed that um you know going out for a walk on a regular basis it just breaking up the day getting some fresh air um going out with no specific intention of where i'm going to go but it can be anything from sort of 15 minutes to an hour and that really invigorates me that helps me to 
um, get on with the rest of the day. It helps to remove blocks from my mind so that I can concentrate on work, um, helps with problem solving, generating ideas. So, you know, the journaling is a, a, a lot of it is about you finding those things, those habits, those routines that are going to help you. Um, and as well as journaling, um, I'm also a, a big advocate for just writing for pleasure. And I, I, I've always written stories on and off for throughout my life, um, something else that I've done um, and not taken too far or too seriously as a career until now. Um, or yet is a powerful word that we can always use. And one of the things that I've picked up at, at the university studies actually is um, that writing for me, and I think for a lot of people that enjoy writing and the creative aspect of writing, is that it's um, it's autotelic. And what that means is it's an activity that there's, there's kind of no other reason for doing this activity other than to feel the experience and be involved in the experience that it provides for you. So it's not particularly got a, a, a purpose, uh, an end outcome, shall we say. Um, it's more that you just enjoy doing it for the time and the presence that you give to it in the moment. Um, and that's what I really get out of, of creative writing and, and even journaling as well, because sometimes I, I like journaling and I'm kind of processing as I'm doing it. And I don't always need to have that reflection period at the end of it. Um, but yeah, that was something that I actually learned, um, autotelic. And it's not just for journaling, it could be anything that we do. Um, and it, when you think about a lot of things in life are exotelic, uh, which means that there's, there's some sort of gratification that we seek at the end of doing something. Um, so that might be money, it might be a, a goal, it might be to, um, you know, feed ourselves even. Um, so there's a differentiation between the two of them. And I think that's something that you can be really curious about. So again, you know, if you journal, have a think about these things and, you know, find out what just feels good as you are doing it. And you don't really care about what happens at the end of it. You're just enjoying it for the moment. Um, the other thing that I think is, is great about writing is the more that you write, um, the better that you'll read. And then the more that you read, the better that you'll write. And again, these two things I'm finding as I'm doing the university studies kind of work hand in hand. Um, so yeah, I want to leave you with some journaling prompts. And with each section, I'm going to give you some journaling prompts to, to have a think about yourself and feel free to pause this podcast, to pause me at any time to start making notes um, or just write them down and then refer to them at the end of the podcast. Um, journaling and writing is about finding a time, a place that works for you. And not all of these prompts will relate to you. They, they will, sorry, will resonate with you. Um, so it's just really choosing what does and, and going with those. So, um, okay, you're writing words for wellness. Journaling prompts are, where does writing show up in daily life for you? And what pleasures do you take from it? What feelings and emotions do different types of writing generate? And what steps can you take to alter how you feel if writing feels like a chore? Okay, so see, see where those take you. And 
uh, if there's one thing that I can suggest when you're writing is slow down with it. Um, there's there's no right or wrong in how long you need to spend on journaling or, or writing. Again, it's just what feels good for you. Some people suggest 10, 15, 20 minutes in the morning. Some people suggest five minutes at night. Uh, I just suggest whatever works well for you. I think a minimum of five to six minutes is good because it gives you enough time to get into something. Um, but try and slow down and try and slow your writing speed down as well. Um, that's something that I found really helps me not only to be able to read my own writing, <laughs> which can be a little bit tricky sometimes. Um, but yeah, slow down your writing, you'll get more out of it. You know, it's a physical act as well. If you can uh, write using a pen or pencil on some paper rather than electronically, uh, I realise that, you know, electronically is better for some people. Again, as I've said before, um, it's just about what's finding what finding something that is right for you. Okay, moving on to nature. Um, now, about three weeks ago, I did um, a, a running event called Escape from Meriden, which some of you may have heard of. Um, Meriden is a place in the middle of England, and at one minute to midnight, all of the participants uh, get released, shall we say. Um, most of us wear orange boiler suits, so we look like escape convicts. Uh, <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, now, this particular night, it was pouring down with rain um, and it was um, windy and could have been better in conditions. Let's let's just say that. So um, the minimum you have to run to get any kind of medal or certificate is 30 miles as the crow flies. So for myself and the group that I was with, that worked out around about 35 miles, I think it was. Um, I wanted to go for 60 as the crow flies, which was about 77 miles. Um, unfortunately, my knees and my hips um, told me otherwise, and I made the decision to pull out at uh, just under 25 miles, um, and I was devastated. I was absolutely gutted. Um, I thought it was the end of my uh, my running enjoyment, um, and yeah, I, I broke down and I cried. <laughs> in front of a friend um which you know these the, you when when you're you're sort of connected to something and you're emotionally involved this happens and what i realized afterwards was um, and so many people said to me um you know i'd run almost a marathon at night uh without sleep in the rain um and what an achievement that was you know 25 miles um i have run more before but over a longer period of time i completed that within around about seven hours um why am i telling you this story uh well afterwards um obviously my legs weren't great for a couple of days um but i actually kind of fell out of love of getting outside um so for a couple of weeks i didn't do a great deal um i stayed indoors i um sat in staring at the computer i got involved with more work um, and i didn't have those all important breaks and walks that i mentioned um earlier on in this episode and do you know what it's affected my energy and um 
that again is something that that sort of comes out when you journal when you write you know you realize where your energy levels get depleted where they get picked up um, and what you can use as an energy source and for me that is nature that is getting outside it's having a change of scenery it's breaking down those four walls that you sit in on a regular basis and that might be the office that might be that you just feel as though you spend too much time inside watching television uh, not moving sitting on the sofa um you know get outside walk movement of the body physical movement helps to move the mind as well and certainly for me it is a massive energy booster my whole batteries um are filled up when i go outside for a walk and um, i've actually been on a walk this morning uh before recording this podcast podcast episode and believe me it's probably made me talk a lot faster um because i'm excited about doing this i'm excited about talking to you guys for the next six episodes um just sharing things just talking to you and letting whatever's in my mind flow um all i did was walk to a supermarket i bought some uh, some food that we needed um i was going to do it at lunchtime but i thought no let's do it in the morning sets me up for the day so i would really encourage everybody to just take notice of how they feel when they're outside and have a think about um you know what you can do to get outside more now something i do want to share with you that i'll talk about in a little bit more detail in some other episodes is a guide that the university of derby has published which is all about increasing people's connection with nature and making some suggestions in how you can do that and the the university publication identifies five pathways to achieving a deeper relationship with the great outdoors and those five things are the senses beauty emotion meaning and compassion so with all of these five things and engaging these five things we're getting more out of our connection with the great outdoors and i'll talk a little bit more in detail uh with each one of these over the next five episodes um but this podcast episode has been released um on the 23rd of December. So it's Christmas time and it's actually the festival of winter walks as well, which is something that I think the Ramblers started in the UK about 25 years ago and it's Britain's biggest walking festival and it starts so mid December to mid January um, and sometimes the exact dates are a little bit uncertain um, <clears throat> certainly from what I found online anyway but this festival encourages us to explore the winter landscapes and observe the beauty around us and it really is a wonderland around this time uh, it's warmed up a little bit here in the UK but a couple of weeks ago um, we had a of frost um, and snow about a week ago and you're looking outside when when that sort of thing happens it's just absolutely stunning and why would you not want to get out in it is, is what i would say so let me give you some more journal prompts to help with this connection with nature um, again pause me if you feel you need to um, or just write them down and come back to them so how much time do you spend in nature and how happy are you about the time that you spend in nature? How does spending time in nature make you feel? And what senses do you use when you're outside 
and what stands out for you so with this thinking about what you're seeing what you're smelling what you are uh, hearing and and how it makes you feel um so yeah just just write around free write around all of that and and see what uh, see what happens. Now, in the show notes, I will share a link to the University of Derby's publication and also where you can find some more information about the Festival of Winter Walks if you want to get more involved in that. Okay, so moving on to creativity and exploring your authentic self. Now, creativity, when I've paid attention to creativity and, and actually invited more creativity into my life, and that means to not just be creative as in, you know, I think sometimes there's a bit of a misconception with creativity. People think that they need to be a creative, um, you know, an artist, a writer, a performer on the stage, and, and that makes somebody a creative. Well, you don't have to be a creative um in terms of what you do for work to be creative um you know anyone can be creative whether it's somebody that is a mathematician it solves problems um is works in the kitchen cooking you know gardening planning a hike at the weekend um, planning the annual holiday um you know all those sorts of things require you to be creative and getting more creativity in your life is finding those things that bring you joy finding those things that um don't feel as though uh they drag you know they don't feel like a chore um you don't feel self-conscious doing any of them you know this this is creativity for me it is about feeling in flow and there's um, a, a person called Dr. Mihai, Chick Sent Mihai, I think that's how you pronounce it. I will put a link in the show notes. And he identifies nine elements of being in flow. And again, I will talk about these a little bit more detail over the next episodes. But one of the things that he mentions is um, where time becomes a little bit distorted. You know, it, it can feel shorter or it can be longer depending on what you're doing, but it's you are thoroughly enjoying it and you, you know, you feel great during it, great afterwards. So I encourage you to try and recognize what uh, what you're doing and when this happens for you. And just by logging these sorts of things in a journal, you can help to find trends that you can work on and develop in a lot more detail. But creativity for me has definitely helped me to reduce uh, procrastination. It stopped me from overthinking. Nowadays, I just, I just, I just get on with stuff. There's, there's no point in, in kind of sitting there pondering over something, you know, time in and time out. We don't have time for that in our life. Um, we don't have time to be self-conscious about what other people think of us. Um, you know, let's just get on with the stuff that we enjoy. But the first step to that is finding out what we enjoy. So I encourage uh, everybody, I invite you to try new experiences, um, to learn new skills, to improve your knowledge. All of these things help because there's a whole science behind creativity and you know trying these new things develops new neural pathways uh, in your brain and alters existing ones so it boosts what's called neuroplasticity which is our brain's ability to change and adapt and, and, and that's a good thing <laughs> right um, and that can be through exercise mindfulness play 
all sorts of things. So um, let me encourage you to to be more creative with some journal prompts. So um, in what ways are you creative? And as it's Christmas time, there's got to be loads of things that you've done recently that 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 show that creativity, you know, the tree dressing, the present shopping, uh, wrapping presents, writing cards, um, preparing meal plans for the food, you know, the big Christmas meal uh, or cooking, you know, that festive food. Um, Elf on the shelf, you know, who does that? I mean, that, that involves some creativity, right? It's a pain in the backside, but you've got to be creative with it. Um, so yeah, think about what ways you are creative. And what new experiences, activities or habits can you plan for 2024 that, that are creative in nature? And another suggestion, because it's Christmas, uh, capture the essence of Christmas Day for you. What are your family traditions and what makes it special for you? And if you enjoy writing, why not try writing a creative story about your ideal Christmas day and then journal about the events after the 25th and remember to uh, reflect on it and circle the creative parts. You might be surprised at what stands out for you. Okay, so that's going, that concludes today's episode. Um, I think I'm way over 15, 20 minutes, but there you go. That's when I get excited. I talk, I talk a lot more, um, but I'm going to be back on the 30th of December. And during that episode, I'll share some reflection thoughts with you. I'll invite you to think about some activities that can draw 2023 to a close. Um, and then also plan for an incredible 2024. So I'm going to include a bunch of stuff in, in the show notes for you, but I, I want to signpost you as well to a collaborative podcast that I record with two amazing ladies, and that's called the Soulful Reawakening Podcast. And we've uh, within the within that we've developed a, a 24 day advent calendar as well that goes into detail about self care and nourishing tips to help you cope with December. Now, although December's almost over, you can still download that and see what you can use to continue self care into into January in the new year. Because self care is not about a single day or a week or even a month of the year. It's about continual self care for you. Um, I also write, uh, create uh, journal monthly planners, monthly journal planners. So I'll include the link for you to get on the mailing list to receive those. They are for free. And I also do a weekly, I also write a weekly, sorry, bi-weekly email, uh, which is full of creativity prompts, um, ways of, of getting involved more in nature and then writing for your well-being. So with that, I'll leave you with a quote which is, you are confined only by the walls you build yourself. And that's by Andrew Murphy. So have a fabulous Christmas, everybody. Thank you very much for listening. I do appreciate your time. And I hope so much that you've got some takeaways from this. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to today's Writing With Purpose podcast. Having conversations with fellow writers or adventure enthusiasts brings two of my biggest loves in life together, writing and nature connection. I've been a copywriter and content creator for 23 years, but my passion is writing for wellbeing, and I'm on a mission to share the benefits that putting pen to paper has for personal wellness with as many people as possible. 
If you want to learn more about writing for your wellbeing and journaling techniques, please connect with me in my Facebook group, Journaling with Anna.